The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Thank you very much, folks. The numbers are growing. People are listening. And this is a good thing for humanity. Keep spreading the word, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank everyone who left a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. We truly appreciate that. For everyone who joined us over at pain.tv slash gold, a double thank you to you folks. It means more to us than I can even express here. And so yesterday, let's get right into this, folks. Yesterday, we did a 40,000-foot view of Operation Paperclip and mk ultra because you guys asked me to start talking about that so there's so much more to get into on that subject but we have to work our way back to the military cyborg soldier program i really need to finish that stuff up before i delve deep into operation paperclip but i want to show you something interesting and we're going to pick up where I ended the show yesterday and then work our way back into Cyborg Soldier. And um, also was doing some reading last night on cybernetics, which we're going to get into soon. Uh, Maria Albanese had sent me some more information, and I was able to connect cybernetics going all the way back to paperclip. So that's going to be interesting. But um, let me just pick up here. This was at the NPR.org article folks this is about mk ultra if you don't remember i will read the title to you it was the cia's secret quest for mind control torture lsd and a quote poisoner in chief end quote and this was written in september 2019 and this was based on an interview with journalist stephen kinzer and eventually, we are going to play this interview if I cannot get Stephen Kinzer on the show, uh, because there's a lot of important nuggets in there that we're going to need to dissect. But let me just pick up at the last paragraph that I had read yesterday. It says, quote, Gottlieb, and they're talking about, if you were not listening, they are talking about Sidney Gottlieb, okay? And Sidney Gottlieb was a CIA mad scientist, okay? And this program, MKUltra, which was about mind control, Sidney Gottlieb was in charge of this. So I'm going to just give you a little background on this because I want to show you a connection we just made as we're talking about the cyber soldier program and we were getting into the last time we discussed it the ability for the government to connect into the mind and basically have man and machine communicate at a cellular level of which dr peter emmanuel called a revolutionary moment not evolutionary revolutionary 
And so I want to just show you a couple connections. Uh, this is just one example, folks, of where paperclip, you know, which I believe leads into MK Ultra. I mean, I don't just believe it. We'll have proof to show you that it does. Um, leads into MK Ultra, and MK Ultra leads into what we're talking about today. But the last paragraph was, quote, Gottlieb wanted to create a way to seize control of people's minds, and he realized it was a two-part process, end quote, Kinzer says. Quote, first, you had to blast away the existing mind. Yeah, folks, you just blast away the existing mind. Just blast it away. Blast, blast, blast. All right, it goes on to say, second, you had to find a way to insert a new mind into that resulting void we didn't get too far on number two but he did a lot of work on number one so he did a lot of work on blasting away the existing mind didn't necessarily get into inserting a new mind into the resulting void left behind by blasting away the existing mind now let me just put this in context for you what have we heard Dr. Charles Morgan III, former CIA intelligence officer, currently working as a professor via government grants at University of New Haven. What do we hear him talking about, folks? Being able to insert memories into your head, being able to uh, extract memories from your mind, being able to program you while you are sleeping. As he said, if you can change humans' past, you can change humans' behavior. And so they clearly found ways, folks, since back in the days of Gottlieb, we're supposed to believe that he did not figure out how to fill the resulting void left behind by blasting away one's mind but maybe he did figure it out or some of the mad scientists after him did let me go on with this it says kinzer notes that the top secret nature of gottlieb's work makes it impossible to measure the human cost of his experiments quote we don't know how many people died but a number did and many lives were permanently destroyed end quote says the journalist well folks It's not like when Gottlieb was done, this program ended. Oh, no, no, folks. We'll get into that shortly as we work our way back to doctors Peter Emanuel and Diane Dulius, the people who are basically running the extension of what was Gottlieb's work. Goes on to say, ultimately, Gottlieb concluded that mind control was not possible. Oh, well, he should have been fired because that's not true. After MKUltra shut down, he went on to lead a CIA program that created poisons and high-tech gadgets for spies to use. Kinzer, the author, writes about Gottlieb and MKUltra in his new book, Poisoner-in-Chief. All right, so basically what's happening is you have this story of Sidney Gottlieb, this monster working for the United States government who you will find out soon enough that he was running these LSD-driven hypnosis torture programs on people who did not even sign up to be in these human guinea pig trials. And as he was torturing them, he killed some of them. Now, you would say to yourself, 
This guy was sanctioned by the United States government to do just what the Nazis were accused of doing, but yet we let the Nazis off and brought them over here to run these experiments in this country? Oh, yes, we did, folks. Oh, yes, we did. We talked a little bit about that yesterday, and we will get into that in depth in coming episodes. So you say now this guy is given carte blanche by the government to run these experiments, torture, and kill people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's just continue here because I, I just want to set the stage for you as I'm going to make a, um, a big unveil, a big unveil as we work our way back to the cyborg soldier. It says in here, uh, these are some of the interview highlights. And again, we'll listen to this interview and analyze it in depth if I cannot get um, this author on the show. But this is a uh, piece called On How the CIA Brought LSD to America. LSD, acid, folks. Psychedelics, which now we're working very hard to legalize this stuff. We have the government involved with it. We've been testing it on U.S. war veterans. Um, we are probably going to start selling it out of the government pot shop soon. Peter Thiel's behind it. Deepak Chopra. All these big guys are all invested in this. Joe Rogan goes out there and pushes this. So the CIA brought LSD to America, and now you can sleep good at night knowing that it will probably be legalized and the government will be selling it to your children. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, if you want to get messed up, you're an adult, you do what you want to do. I am a libertarian on that front. But when the government gets involved and starts actually being the promoters of it, and when you go back in history and see that it was the CIA that actually brought it here, you start to say to yourself, how good is it, folks? Because I know the government doesn't love me. If I'm not going to take a jab they offer me, I sure as hell aren't going to take any drugs they offer me. Especially stuff that came out of the CIA. Used for mind control, by the way. And then you say to yourself, how does Joe Rogan, who supposedly knows everything that he does, he's looked at as a renaissance man, how does he promote something that came out of the CIA? All right, it goes on to say, uh, as part of the search for drugs that would allow people to control the human mind, CIA scientists became aware of the existence of LSD. And this became an obsession for the early directors of MKUltra. Actually, the MKUltra director, Sidney Gottlieb, can now be seen as the man who brought LSD to America. He was the unwitting godfather of the entire LSD counterculture. Now, why would you say unwitting? How do you know that it wasn't wittingly that he did this? How do you know the CIA's intention was not to spread the LSD counterculture? I don't know. I don't know. But it goes on to say, in the early 1950s, Gottlieb arranged for the CIA to pay $240,000 to buy the world's entire supply of LSD. Folks, this is, forget about Gottlieb. And forget about the CIA, because when someone like Gottlieb is done, when the program ends or he dies, they will then claim, well, it was just a horrible time. He was a terrible man. It's all over now. No, no, no. They don't get off that easy. This is Gottlieb getting money from the CIA who answers to the executive branch. And all this money has to flow through Congress, through the House of Representatives that control the purse strings. So they don't get off on this, folks. This is the state 
who arranged to buy the world's entire supply of LSD. Let's continue. Gottlieb brought this to the United States, and he began spreading it around to hospitals, clinics, prisons, and other institutions, asking them through bogus foundations to carry out research projects and find out what LSD was, how people reacted to it, and how it might be able to be used as a tool for mind control. So this is a scientist at the CIA given the money by government to buy the world's supply of LSD, set up fake, bogus foundations, of which the CIA and the government still does, right? And then spread it around to hospitals, clinics, prisons, and institutions, and asking them, under these bogus foundations, to help carry out research projects and find out what LSD was and how it could be used as a tool for mind control. Is that not the same thing we're seeing happen with these universities today? Uh, Let me ask you a question. What do you think the Theo Fellowship is? What do you think all of these venture capital firms we've looked at who go and invest in companies partnered with InQtel, the CIA's, venture capital firm these are all cutouts folks these are cutouts for the government as mike would say at the thomas Paine podcast these people are licensed criminals you're licensed to commit crimes and so the government could go set up all these bogus companies all these shell organizations fund all these front men like peter thiel and elon musk and then they use them to pass out cash to different universities to other private companies this is what it's all about folks we went into depth on this with uh cia and inqtel admittedly they're in 500 companies in silicon valley admittedly from startup rounds to late investments to they come in and they strong arm people so the cia is admittedly involved with 500 companies in silicon valley silicon valley is the cia okay pretty simple pretty simple stuff and uh you know all these guys who are getting in bed with the government and putting investment dollars into companies where the government's involved i mean they're extensions of the state it's one big umbrella Goes on to say here, now the people who volunteered for these experiments and began taking LSD in many cases found it very pleasurable. They told their friends about it. Who were those people? Ken Kesey, the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, got his LSD in an experiment sponsored by the CIA by MKUltra. By Sidney Gottlieb. So did Robert Hunter, the lyricist for The Grateful Dead, which went on to become a great purveyor of LSD culture. Allen Ginsberg, the poet who preached the value of the great personal adventure of using LSD, got his first LSD from Sidney Gottlieb. Although, of course, he never knew that name, right? So we're supposed to believe none of these people knew the name of Sidney Gottlieb, but they were all getting the LSD through various experiments being run by the CIA using bogus foundations and companies and front organizations. You see how this works, folks? This is sick, sick stuff. This is the government. This is the state. The state, who we are not supposed to believe, is working to engineer humanity out of existence. 
Goes on to say, so the CIA brought LSD to America unwittingly. Yeah, right. Unwittingly. And actually, it's a tremendous irony that the drug that the CIA hoped would be its key to controlling humanity actually wound up fueling a generational rebellion that was dedicated to destroying everything that the CIA held dear and defended. I will debate on that topic. I do not find that to be true in any way whatsoever. I believe the CIA spread it around and they created exactly what they wanted to create out of it. They did not form a unwitting, they did not unwittingly help form a rebellion against what the CIA held dear and near. No way, folks. Look where we are today. We've only advanced into total craziness where people are willing to get on board with Elon Musk's Optimus robot put a brain chip in their head, get genetic modification, grow their baby in a synthetic womb, and hop on board the technocratic transhumanist train. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. Join us over there, folks. It's a great community. The CIA, the Citizens Intelligence Agency. That's what I like to call it over there, because people are just passing intelligence back and forth, folks. It's a fantastic platform, a great community of people. All right, let me pull this right back up. I don't have a lot of time to waste today, folks, because I decided I was going to cram all this into one show. This uh, NPR article goes on to say, this is, um, and this will make sense to you in a moment, folks. I'm just showing you what our government's doing. And when you put this into context with what is going on today, you're able to really understand where the current programs, where the current mindset came from. Goes on to say on how MKUltra experimented on prisoners, including crime boss Whitey Bolger. You guys know who Whitey Bolger is. I don't want to go into a long tangent about Whitey Bolger, but he was pretty famous, disappeared for a number of years. Okay, and then they found him, what was it, five, six years ago or something? Tied into uh, to uh, Durham, Durham, everybody's favorite Durham, the guy that was going to take down the deep state. Yeah, there's ties back to Durham and uh, some of the other folks involved with Russiagate. Anyway, it says Whitey Bulger was one of the prisoners who volunteered for what he was told was an experiment aimed at finding a cure for schizophrenia. All right. As part of this experiment, he was given LSD every day for more than a year. This is while he was in prison, folks. He later realized that this had nothing to do with schizophrenia, and he was a guinea pig in a government experiment aimed at seeing what people's long-term reactions to LSD was, or so that's what he believed they were doing. Essentially, could we make a person lose his mind by feeding him LSD every day over such a long period? 
This is the government, folks. This is Sidney Gottlieb working for the CIA, working for the government. All right. With money from the government, funding, a paycheck, a pension, health care, you name it. This is what he was getting paid to do. So Bolger wrote afterward about his experiences, which he described as quite horrific. He thought he was going insane. He wrote, quote, I was in prison for committing a crime, but they committed a greater crime on me, end quote. And towards the end of his life, Bolger came to realize the truth, what had happened to him. And he actually told his friends that he was going to find the doctor in Atlanta, who was the head of that experiment program in the penitentiary and go kill him. Okay, which that doctor later died of natural causes, folks. So that did not happen. But you see, you see what our government does? And that we're supposed to believe the current iteration of these programs, the Cyborg Soldier, DARPA's Brain Initiative, that's all kosher, folks. That's all kosher. Everything that Sidney Gottlieb was doing was wrong. But everything we're doing today is just okay, folks. It's just about building Cyborg Soldiers to fight Vladimir Putin in the mountains out in the scraggly woods. All right, this goes on now. There's a section on the CIA hiring Nazi doctors and Japanese torturers to learn methods. The CIA mind control project MKUltra was essentially a continuation of work that began in Japan and Nazi concentration camps. Okay, and this is true. And I have researched this in depth. And as I said, MKUltra grew out of the uh, Operation Paperclip. Not only was it roughly based on those experiments, but the CIA actually hired the vivisectionists and the torturers who had worked in Japan and in Nazi concentration camps to come and explain what they had found out so that we could build on their research. What did I bring up to you yesterday, folks? We propagandized the entire country. Some would say we mind-controlled them. And this is before everyone was on LSD. We brainwashed them. We propagandized them. We need you to sacrifice. We are going to war. World War II. All the men leave the factories. All the women go to work. That later created a lot of problems through the fake feminist movement, but we won't get into that today. And so we send all the boys off to war, right? To go fight the monsters. They're trying to build a super race. They're trying to kill all the Jews. And so the whole country sacrifices. Everyone sacrifices to go over there and take out the monsters only to find out later, at least through the official narrative, at least through what's been put out in the public, that we were then going to hire the Japanese and Nazi torturers to come and explain what they had found out so that we could build on their research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the United States, folks. And these, they would never, they would never put a dirty needle in your arm. They would never jab you up with nanobots. They would never give you some sort of stem cell injection that's going to kill you. No, 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 no. What's the worst thing they ever did? They hired Nazis and Japanese torturers to come and teach us about what they found out in the concentration camps where they tortured people. Oh, yeah. 
No, no, no. The United States government loves us, folks. They're just here to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from enemies foreign and domestic, don't you know? They're just here to be representatives of the people here in this so-called constitutional republic. Come on, folks. Goes on to say, for example, Nazi doctors had conducted extensive experiments with mescaline at the Dachau concentration camp, and the CIA was very interested in figuring out whether mescaline could be the key to mind control. That was one of their big avenues of investigation. So they hired the Nazi doctors who had been involved in that project to advise them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This is about love, folks. Love and security. Do you want the people that are willing to partner with the Nazis that they just talked you into going to war with looking out for your security? So they're going to go take out the monster Nazis, take their technology, hire them, bring them back here, have them train our scientists and engineers on how to run mind control experiments on people. Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. These are the kind of people I'd hire to protect me because I would never believe they're going to turn on me and use it on me. I would never believe that 70 years later they were going to launch a cyborg soldier program or a brain initiative out of DARPA to experiment on now mind controlling us through the use of a robot. No, 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 folks. They love us. It says another thing the Nazis provided was information about poison gases like sarin, which is still being used. Nazi doctors came to America to Fort Detrick in Maryland, that's about a mile from me, which was the center of this project, to lecture to CIA officers to tell them how long it took for people to die from sarin. All right, I know quite a few people who have worked at Fort Detrick. When you live in this area, Pretty much every other person you meet has worked on Fort Detrick in one way or another. So there's a lot of lot of history here. All right, the next section on the more extreme experiments Gottlieb conducted overseas. Gottlieb and the CIA established secret detention centers throughout Europe and East Asia, particularly in Japan. Germany and the Philippines, which were largely under American control in the period of the early 1950s, and therefore Gottlieb didn't have to worry about any legal entanglements in these places. Folks, they take Gottlieb, our version of the Nazi torturer, who's now been trained by the Nazis and the Japanese, and they set up a series of secret detention centers for him throughout Europe and East Asia where he could run torture experiments on people without the legal entanglements over here in the United States. But this is a good guy, folks. This is a good guy because he works for Team America. And in the meantime, back at home, they're buying up all the LSD in the world, setting up shell companies, bogus foundations, funneling the drugs, the psychedelics, out to the universities, and running illegal experiments on people. Oh, yeah. This is just one blemish in the history of America, folks. One blemish. No, the new mind control programs are different, folks. They're different. 
We do those on unsuspecting amputees that come home from the field of battle. Come on. All right, it goes on to say, CIA officers in Europe and Asia were capturing enemy agents and others who they felt might be suspected persons or were otherwise what they called expendable, meaning they could kill them. They could kill them. They would grab these people and throw them into cells and then test all kinds of not just drug potions, but other techniques like electroshock, extremes of temperature, sensory isolation, all the meantime bombarding them with questions, trying to see if they could break down resistance and find a way to destroy the human ego. Give me one second. I'll comment on this. Let me finish this paragraph. So these were projects designed not only to understand the human mind, but to figure out how to destroy it. And that made Gottlieb, although in some ways a very compassionate person, certainly the most prolific torturer of his generation. A very compassionate person. these, These projects were designed not only to understand the human mind, but to figure out how to destroy it. And that made Gottlieb, although in some ways a very compassionate person, certainly the most prolific torturer of his generation. I I don't see where he would be compassionate at all, but let me just say, okay, so when I was in Poland a couple of months ago, I go to Auschwitz concentration camp. I stand on the train tracks. While I'm there, I start rereading my history. I hadn't really studied that stuff since high school. And so I'm reading about, uh, you know, Auschwitz was this army barracks controlled by Poland, and then the Nazis get a hold of it, and the next thing you know, they put Polish political dissidents in there, they're throwing Soviet prisoners of war in there, and the next thing you know, they start torturing these people, and then they come up with the idea to move Jews into there and torture and kill them, and they're killing all kinds of people in there, Poles and Russians and a mix of everybody else there from Europe, and then eventually Jews, and so this is the image that is out there today right then when we talk about the holocaust we talk about the concentration camps and this is the image this is the image that uh that still lives in the mind today and yet Sidney gottlieb with the united states with the cia with the government is running lsd mind control experiments through bogus companies in partnership with universities here in the United States, and then setting up secret detention centers to torture people that they consider to be expendable, that they could kill in their torture experiments, their mind control experiments. What is the difference between Dr. Gottlieb and the doctors of death that were running Auschwitz and the other concentration camps. None whatsoever. Zero. Zero. There is no difference. And yet the United States wants to try to stand on some moral high ground. While they're still running these experiments, we will show you when we get back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 